Hello everyone and welcome to episode 49 of the Made of Things podcast. I am your host, Antonio Maria Correia. Um, this time I'll try to be swift or uh, relatively quick, even though the last time I said this uh, I took about 20 minutes, so I hope that doesn't happen this time. So guys, much like last week, the thing that we, which was like a couple of episodes ago, um, much like... Uh, a week ago, actually, precisely, uh, at the time I'm recording this, um, I'm going to ask you uh, for um, good vibes to send you, not to give you any homework, but, you know, my dad is, in, uh, is going to undergo some surgery. There's, it's really noisy where I'm recording today, actually. But um, important things first, uh, my dad is undergoing surgery in about, uh, say, I would say in about 12 hours. So we're counting down and uh, he's undergoing, um, you know, that's not the easiest of uh, surgeries uh, because of its uh, specificity, specificity. Specific specificity, exactly. Uh, because I always have trouble with that word. Uh, because of, of of being so specific, and um, he's getting a, f- a fistula, which is like a really tiny crack um, on his forehead, fixed. And uh, they need this technology that doesn't isn't usually very uh, you know very common or very used. But still, it's not you know it's not open heart surgery. Uh, but the risk in, in case of the, the case of my dad is that he's uh, um, he's t- been taking for other uh, il- you know illnesses um, blood thinners because of blood clots and stuff like that. Um, uh, actually, surgery related. You know, related to other surgeries, post-surgery, uh, he doesn't have blood clots, but um, there was this uh, risk. Uh, he w- well, he did have uh, blood clots. His blood was clotting up uh, after surgery uh, about five years ago, or. Uh, six years ago, actually. Uh, so, so um, in 2011, and um, yeah, he. Um, it's it's something that sometimes happens to uh, former smokers and for people who are of a certain age. My dad's still 64, so uh, he's not. Um, uh, um, he's he's not uh, necessarily old. Uh, he's in you know uh, he's in very good shape. Uh, I mean, you know. Actually, never been, <laughs> uh, never been uh, bigger his belly, but still, uh, <laughs> still, you know, reasonably healthy. And uh, both my my dad and my my mom are still uh, are already in their sixties. Sorry if I'm if I'm sorry to my parents if I'm actually uh, outing them underage, uh, but who cares? Um, I'm thirty five, by the way, uh, <laughs> and uh, they're already. Um, and they're already uh, they're still i mean still very good looking and very youthful so and both in looks and uh in uh spirit and uh, and in spirit so because that's you know until recently my parents went out you know clubbing more than i did so um so so yeah and we go out you know have i have a tight relationship with my family and uh and we're very close and uh and uh we have you know go out to dinner all the time like twice a week it's well, maybe more um but so yeah um 
so just uh, asking you guys for you know the sending of good vibes to my parents to my my dad in particular because uh he's undergoing surgery in 12 hours as i said and uh he's um and uh because of the blood thinners thing and because uh you know general anesthesia always have has some risks to it um yeah you know just send my your prayers and your good vibes not prayers but good vibes towards my dad this was supposed to happen last week but uh because of a medical strike it got delayed so we're undergoing you know, we were going through this again. Uh, the nervousness and you know the the you know racking up uh, of nerves and anxiety. Anyway, so um, enough about that in terms of uh, speaking. Uh, I'm going to deal with that for the next uh, I don't know, 18 hours or something. Uh, so maybe last time I didn't get any sleep until he was out of the, the hospital uh, when they told us he it wasn't going to go through. Um, so so yeah, just you know, best wishes for my dad and in hoping that. Um, everything goes uh, awesomely you know and uh, hopefully it will so and um, so yeah if you're thinking about that and sending me sending me good vibes and sending my dad good vibes then i thank you so okay on to um the introduction of the proper <laughs> episode so the guest this uh, on this episode uh episode 49 is um john herndon of tortoise and tortoise are an amazing band they're like this they're, I, I would say they're like the, the inventors of post-rock not that genres are really important but they seem to have founded back in 90 Two ninety one maybe, um, I think so. Um, I only heard of them for the first time in ninety four, I believe, with uh, TNT. I might be. I did not check this um, for uh, recently, so this is just like uh, you know, just this loose knowledge of what I have. I think TNT is ninety four, I think, and then Millions is ninety six, I think. I'm pretty sure. So I think they were around before then. Uh, if they weren't, then it's not 91. It's like 94. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. I know. Th- I knew this, but I don't remember exactly right now. Whatever. They've been awesome since the beginning, and and they and they pretty much founded. I'm recording this next to the. If you guys are listening uh, to traffic, it's because I'm recording this in uh, in an unusual place. Uh, I usually record this in uh, like a tight room with no with no uh with no interference from from the background but i don't care that this time you know i'm just uh excuse me i was i'm just uh, recording this on the fly and whatever so so and hopefully getting this up uh very soon so later tonight uh okay so basically uh you know john's awesome he if you haven't watched um oh i was my point was that tortoise are and that's not tortoise it's tortoise because for some reason people in portugal say tortoise i know it might not be an english word but it's an english band uh, i mean an american band but um and they um and they basically (laughs) that's how you say tortoise it's a type of turtle so and it's not tortoise it's uh it's in portuguese is cagado uh so um so yeah it's tortoise not tortoise for some reason people over here say tortoise for no reason uh but but yeah um because it's french because basically because people speak know how to speak french and pronounce things in french and um and uh yeah so people say some people say 
Tortoise. Uh, whatever. Okay, so it's Tortoise, and uh, John, if you haven't watched um, Tortoise live, uh, please do. They're uh, awesome. I've, I've watched them a couple of times, once in Primavera in 2010, I believe, maybe, 2011, maybe. Um, I think I think 2011, and it was awesome. I once met John McIntyre also at the, um, in 2006, I believe, playing in Lisbon with uh, The Scene Cake, which is his other band. But um, John wasn't available for this interview. Uh, we spoke to John Herndon, who I had, hadn't met before. And uh, and yeah, is uh, he's a quiet dude. He's um, so so. This episode really um, might take some time to take off for you. You know, it's kind of kind of. I'm not I'm not uh, editing it. So uh, we got interrupted by this girl of another band he was she was very drunk i'm not they're actually not a girl not a portuguese band and nor uh i'm, I'm gonna tell you i'm not gonna tell you which band it is because i don't even remember but it's this this girl from uh, a spanish band who played at primavera sound in 2016 they were backstage and they kind of interrupted us during the, sh the interview so or the the chat these are not interviews and um hardly <laughs> but uh, <laughs> barely interviews um they're just chats i have with people and getting to know them and have some fun and say some bullshit so 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 yeah so john was uh you can't tell from the audio this is already on uh on youtube uh, so if you want to watch it, it's uh, it's more fun, I guess, to watch it. John's a quiet dude for a while, and then he starts opening up. I would say this is my personal uh, take on it. Um, he opens up more towards the end of uh, our time. So so yeah. So so um, on the YouTube thing, you'll catch the more fun uh, on the YouTube video. Uh, the video thing is not not not, not the podcast. Um, the video episode it'll have the the more fun stuff up front. I decided to just you know sh shift it a little bit this time. Okay, so um, another thing is that oh th these guys to me are like the founders of post rock uh, before Godspeed You by Black Emperor and uh, whatever Explosions in the Sky or wh whoever. Fucking noisy today. Jesus, stop honking! I live in the middle of the city uh, in, in Lisbon, so 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 yeah, I should be more careful next time while recording this. But uh, fuck it, I don't care. It doesn't. It's not very bothersome to you guys, I hope. Uh, okay, so yeah, this is uh, recorded. This was recorded with John at uh, Primavera Sound in Porto. Um, last year in 2016 again the interview uh, the episode is uh, on video is already up on YouTube which you should check out I'm not going to sign out this week uh, or sign off I mean um, sign out because I'm logged in yeah logged in major things um, I suggest you follow John's work he's also a um, he, he draws amazing stuff. He's an amazing drummer, first off, an amazing mu musician in general. But uh, um, very surprisingly, much like everyone in, in Tortoise, by the way, they're all really <laughs> uh, they all they all excel at what they do. John John McIntyre is I didn't know was amazing until I saw him play live. And John Herndon, I, I uh, Herndon, I mean. Um, hadn't watched at all 
uh, I as far as I remember, maybe um, uh, before at least, at least intensively, um, and uh, and another amazing player. Like they're <laughs> they're mind-blowingly good. So so and Tortoise music really really. You know, there's something to be uh, gained from watching them live. It's just like, uh, you know, the records are one thing, they're awesome, but uh, they're, you know, really good. And, um, I mean, records are excellent, but when when you watch them live, then it suddenly uh, comes to life in a much bigger way. So it really messes with you and gets into your bones and stuff like that. Uh, and your entrails. And your... Uh, it passes the tortoise shell. <laughs> passes through the tortoise shell. It goes through. Sorry about being corny. This was disgusting. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. Um, okay, so guys, go check out John on uh, John's um, music and John's art as well. He draws these things and also is a prominent skater. So it's a fun dude. Uh, it was sweet interview. Uh, I keep calling these stuff, these things, uh, uh, interviews. No, uh, yeah, but whatever. Um, th- technically, they are. Who cares? Um, so yeah, you know John Herndon of Tortoise at Primavera Sound. Guys, please, if you haven't already, subscribed to YouTube, uh, Made of Things on YouTube, Made of Things on iTunes for the podcast version, which is what you're getting now, which I also post on Facebook, if I'm on, I mean, on YouTube, if you care. Some people, you know, seem to prefer that. Um, You can also download these things for Android and PC if you like to listen to them on Android phones and and devices and uh and um on and not on the go but mostly these are on the go that's why i put them up on as a podcast version also i get to speak also um i uh get to um sometimes include stuff that's not uh, originally on um on the video episode not originally i mean i would say on the episode that I post on video which I tend to do before I put out the podcast ones okay enough plus there's uh, also some stuff that's uh, podcast exclusive only on there's no video Um, for instance we'll have uh, Lush coming up we also did a Primavera in Barcelona last year White Reaper as well here's an ambulance maybe this is a sign that i should be going okay guys please enjoy john hern of tortoise at primavera sound in porto in 2016 please enjoy bye-bye love you all and thank you for wishing well to my dad How are you, man? Good, man. Uh, just, you just got here? Yeah. So, where have you been since uh, last week in Barcelona? Because this is two, two, twofold Primavera <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah uh, a lot of shows in France. We were in Lille and in Nîmes. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah. So, you basically just arrived? 
Uh, we got here at about two this afternoon. Okay, that's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty. Uh, I mean, uh, there's not too much uh, of a space between g arriving and playing, really. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, so are you st are you stoked for tonight? Are you? Because uh, yeah. I've seen I've seen actually I've uh, I've seen Tortoise play as a longtime fan. I'd never seen Tortoise play until like five years ago. Okay. And then I watched you guys play at Primavera Barcelona like five years ago, six years ago. I don't, I don't remember if it was 2011. Fucking amazing show, dude. Really, really, really impressive. I mean, I because I, I love the records, but I didn't know it was so intense live. Is it intense for you? Like the, the music, does it fill you up with energy? Yes, it does. It's, it does. Okay, cool, cool. So what's it like for you being over here? I don't remember you guys playing Portugal. Um, it's been a, a long time, but we did. We have been. We've played in uh, Porto, and we played in Lisbon. Uh, club shows. I I can't remember the date uh -huh. or or even the venue, but I remember uh, being here. Okay, sure, of course. No, it's a lot of shows. I remember. Sometimes you remember. Sometimes you don't. That's why you know one needs to ask. You know, yeah, yeah. and plus it's you know it's always good to know for local people and stuff like that. Yeah. Even though it's. Our, my podcast and my show is totally uh, in English, so whatever. <laughs> but so it's worldwide. So, yeah. but it's always interesting for us to know like how the bands feel and stuff. So, because some people are like, oh, it's all always the same question. So, no, it's it's a good question. <laughs> it is. But uh, but uh, so for instance, like the catastrophist, you know, it's when I, when I was listening to it, it was like, oh, this sounds like classic tortoise. Does it does it feel like that to you guys as well? Um. Well. You know, I think the, the five of us playing instruments together has a certain sound. Um, so I, it, it's not unlikely that when we play it together, it's going to sound like tortoise, right? Sure. Sure. Okay. Sure. 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 <laughs> um, you know, uh, and uh, but I think that there are. I think there are some new kind of things. Um, it, within the record, like the the song, obviously the songs with vocals, um, and I think also even the, the the type of song that the Yonder Blue is is something that we haven't really uh, touched on before. Mm. Kind of like the soul ballad or something. For sure. For sure. For, I mean, I meant in the sense that you know. Uh, well, minus the you know the the vocal songs, of course, and we'll get to that in a minute. But for instance, like the I mean the whole feel of it, because obviously you you won't be I know as detached I guess to as to f see uh, objectively. Oh, this is classic or whatever, because it's also al always you know not objectively, it's always subjectively. But uh, it depends on the point of view, the eye of the beholder, really. But um, but you know it does have sometimes it's a feel of you know home in terms of the earlier records I would say you know do you feel I mean do you, do you, do you agree I don't know I you know I or is it always forward that's what I was going to say like I, I I don't spend a lot of time listening to the old records but we play some of the old, older material in, in live shows so um It all kind of follows a, like a thread. There's a thread through all, out the material, for sure. Um, uh, I think that just goes 
comes with the territory, really. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, does it feel like? Does it feel like, for instance, most people can, at the moment with uh, with uh, I don't know smartphones and stuff like that may may relate to this. But for instance, does it feel like then the, uh, the as more or less the same of someone taking a picture and then taking a bunch of pictures and then never looking back at them because they kind of know that they took them more or less. You know, right. I know, I know I made this, so I'm not going to go back to this. No, right. But it, you know, obviously a lot more work than taking a picture. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I, we could use because they're they're playing so beautifully right now, Dinosaur Jr. as an example. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you know it when you hear Dinosaur Jr. Yeah, Im- yeah. immediately. Um, Absolutely. So I and I feel that um, it's pr- the same with with most bands. You know, uh-huh. if you if you know a band's music, then you can tell even when a new record comes out if you haven't heard it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, this really sounds like. Dinosaur Jr. This really sounds like Jay Maskus, like wailing on lead guitar. Yeah, wow. I could, I, I heard his guitar at Primavera in Barcelona, and immediately I was like, oh, Jay Maskus. And someone was like, you could tell just from, I, I was like, one note, I can tell Jay Maskus. It's true. <laughs> that was like with the best of them? <laughs> like, it's, 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 I mean, with why well, the best? It's not the best, but like, it's just your, if you're a, f- a fan, if, you, if you're a fan, and I've been a super fan of Dinosaur Jr. forever, you know? I, I, haven't, I haven't met Jay. He was walking around because we were doing Mud Honey earlier, and uh, Jay was just here, and I know, like, I'm friends with some sub pop people, and then, and they told me, like, Jay is really sweet, just very, very quiet. Right. And, and, uh, Uh, but I interviewed Lou like 10 years ago because when he had the emo record uh-huh. yeah and that was an excellent record and I've been a uh, Sebado fan since very early you know because so, I was a kid and that's what you know he was already out of Dinosaur and uh, already doing Sebado and yeah. you know just seeing Lou walking around it's just like whoa you know and I, I, all of them is such a personality right yeah like, uh, 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 you know because Because so, uh, Dinosaur is so so obvious in a way that it's them, and yeah. Sebado is also very obvious that it's them. Yeah. But you know, you would, I know, for a fan back in the day, maybe did you guess that it was going to be like that? You know, uh, as a, as a Dinosaur fan, I mean, as a Dinosaur Junior fan, like that. You know, because oh, this guy has a lot to offer. Maybe you wouldn't. I know, because I'm just curious now. Because yeah. Um, I, I hoped so. Like when you're living all over me came out, I was I just thought, I hope I hoped that the band would be around forever. Yeah, luckily they're just over there, yeah. just playing. Yeah, we'll get to them in a minute. Those those will play. But but uh, I have to ask though. Like uh, okay, you mentioned the the you mentioned the uh, the vocal uh, songs on the record, and there there's a cover, and there's you know one of you know. Uh, I wouldn't call it, I don't know, cla- classic rock, uh, classic rock classics, more or less, but minus the, the, the repetition. But uh, even though it's not really classic rock, it's a less obvious song, which is Rock On by David Essex. And I was very surprised when listening to that. I was like, whoa, okay, they're doing David Essex. How did this come about? Why, why, why David Essex? Why Rock On? I forgot how many bongs we smoked um, before we decided that that was the the path to take but um you know that's that's a the song is amazing the original is incredible sure the mix is super weird it it almost sounds like like i don't know like lee lee scratch perry mixed 
it or something. There's there's no there's almost no well there's no guitar in the original, and there's almost no drums until the very end. Um, but it's this song about you know singing the like the the merits of rocking on, but with minus these really crucial rock and roll elements. Um, and it just it seemed like a like a we could put a uh, an interesting spin spin on it. Um, I don't know if you've ever YouTubed the song and just like Googled it and like found all the different uh, versions, but there's some real weird ones out there. I think Def Leppard did a version and. Maybe Billy Corgan. I know the Billy Corgan one. Yeah, yeah. The Def Leppard one I didn't hear. But even even David Essex himself, like if you Google, like if you YouTube some live versions of it, it's sometimes very it's kind of different, you know. And it's uh, yeah. There's one which is kind of like the record. He's just like playing for like I don't know ten people, not ten people, but you know, uh, well not not not, not many people. Awesome, uh, yeah. <laughs> fucking great, dude. I know. Uh, but uh, I just saw them in Barcelona. Luckily, we'll 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 make it so that you can still watch them later. Uh, I love that bit the, the, when they go death metal. You know, I think that's death metal. Maybe I don't know. But uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, David David Essex, for instance. Uh, do you know Stardust as well? Because for uh, this, uh, this David Essex song, because the Stardust King and Rock and Roll King is down, something like that. Or, oh right, right. You know, you know, because because for a long time you, we used to have this German uh, channel uh, with, with when we had satellites before cable yeah. um, called Viva, uh, and we had Viva 2, which was the second one, oh. and they used to play a lot of Tortoise. Luckily, oh, well, um, yeah. At the time, uh, you had um, Wawa the, also on Viva One. Which was the alternative show, okay. and uh, like a sort of a 120 minutes. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's mine actually. Oh, cool, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the thanks. <laughs> uh, it's my cup that was flying for the audio version that people were <laughs> so the people know. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah. I remember, where, where, where was I? I don't know. So okay, uh, Sardis played once. Yeah. And it was stuck in my head forever. Right. And until YouTube recently. I did not know what it was. Right. And I thought, like, wow. forever, oh, this guy, David Essex, might be that song that I loved. In, I just heard, yeah. like, 15 seconds of it. Wow. You know, so... And then I Googled it, and he has a lot of operatic... Uh, I don't love a lot of his stuff, because yeah. it's very theatrical. theatrical uh, but then he had, like, Bella, Bella, has a lot of, you know, operatic... Songs, right. and then I could never find the guys. I only th found the operatic stuff. So uh, you know, but it's funny how something that ha you know can listen to it for 15 seconds and has such a deep impact on you. Now, have you ever had that, like that you uh, that you can remember that you listen to? Oh, I love that, but I no don't know what it was, and I could spend forever just looking for it. Sometimes, whenever I remember, uh, it's just too specific. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I can't think off the top of my head, uh -huh. but yeah, for sure I, I understand having like an an earworm of a song that just like keeps gnawing at your brain. And uh, you know, well, another time that happened to me was with Pavement, though. Uh -huh. When I, I I listened to 15 seconds of uh, stereo, 
back in today and 97 or something uh, and uh, I thought whoa what is this and I'm getting all these sorts of signs of yeah. stuff that I like that's yeah. telling me go listen to Pavement and then I did and it's my favorite fucking band <laughs> maybe yeah, yeah. maybe one of my favorite fucking bands so, yeah. I mean uh, in, just from like this you know from like a tiny snippet of things but anyway um, you know let me just check with the with, just check with because I pr did prepare this um, so we were on the the, the uh, rock uh, rock on okay so Shake Hands with Danger might be one of my favorite songs on the album and uh, you know watch you know what would be a certain you know uh, which situations would you be in that would require you to shake hands with danger you think um, I think if you're operating heavy machinery and you're not taking all of the certain precautions mm -hmm. uh, necessary and there's a chance that your hand might get sucked into like a conveyor belt or something or into something that's crushing this the, the title is from um, uh, uh, a educational film put out by you know the this uh, this manufacturer of heavy uh, um, trucks and stuff called cat Oh, yeah, yeah, that's famous, yeah. The Caterpillar. Caterpillar, yeah, right, for, right. Yeah, short Caterpillar. for Caterpillar, yeah, yeah. So it's a Caterpillar educational film on how not to get killed while you're working. And it's called Shake Hands with Danger. Wow. So. Okay, that's pretty, you know, yeah, yeah, I, I can tell. That's, you know, yeah. I, can, I can understand. So it's, it's kind of like a funeral dirge, a little bit. Shit. It's got like a, like a, got a, like a, a death stomp to it. It's... it's very practical but leads it, it not leads I mean I mean it deals with with the grimmest outcome of them all really isn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. how not to die you know <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but it's uh, it's um, oh what about uh, I don't know even know how to pronounce it Jess Chiap Jess Jessip yeah well, how, how do you pronounce that I don't know I don't. Uh, you don't ever. <laughs> is this a, <laughs> I would. I, I would have thought it was notes, but then there's a P. So. Yeah. Oh. Um, we we uh. We call it we call it gas cap. Gas cap. Hi. Hello. Hi. How's it going? There's someone just. Uh, what happened? Just. How do you call that? Shaking hands with danger. Just shaking hands with my interview. <laughs> my, uh, hi. Uh, and uh, uh, what was it? What's it called? The the. The thing? Hola. Hi. So it's muertos humanos. Mueran humanos. Yeah. Hola. They just invaded the tortoise. What you How did your show go? Oh, I don't know. What do you think so? I was interviewing Mud Honey, so I didn't watch. Sorry, guys. They just played at your stage like a few few hours earlier. Cool. John Hurden, this is... Hey! Well, no matter. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> this, this is fun. <laughs> Hi. And uh, so, uh, but um, so you don't pronounce it. So it has really basically no meaning then. Uh, I think. I mean, I think it's a. I see. These are questions I should know the answer to. Um, <laughs> you don't. You don't need to. It's, it's like an ancient. We're just chatting. It's an ancient Germanic word, um, and it mean oh. and it means okay. like uh, Teutonic, I, maybe. I want to massage your grandmother. I want to massage your grandmother. Yeah. Um, but we just call it gas cap. 
Grandmutter, ich bin massagiert. Hi. 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 maybe from like uh, the the the, the Austro-Hungarian Austro-Hungarian Empire or something. Yeah, we could know. we could look it up on our funny phones, but maybe not right now. No, funny phones. <laughs> but uh, but uh, we could look it up. Okay, this is for a show called Made of Things, and uh, uh, we. Um, Uh, it's based on the assumption that you know you dedicate yourself your life to music uh, because you know you might have read something or 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 especially heard something or watched something that made you go like oh I, this is what I need to do for the rest of my life uh, did you have that moment and what was it oh wow um, uh, I think there were a lot of signs um but I wonder it's um kind of like seeing kiss for the first time really wow. was uh was a was a big one for me um I I you know it was before there was a lot of information to to gather about what these guys were up to um and I was young and living way out in the country in North Carolina on you know like up a mile on a dirt road and you know 53 miles to to ride the bus to school every day um so you know it was pretty much a, a vacuum of with not much information about what the fuck is these guys were doing but I saw them and I got the Kiss Alive record and and I was just like what the fuck is going on here and it seemed like it seemed kind of scary but like really like like exciting and uh accessible maybe as well it was and they but you know I didn't really hear their studio records until later but that that live record just has such a beautiful like amazing fullness to it and the sound was just really crushing and um it was before I knew about punk rock or anything and but so there was that and I also came from a community where there was uh there was like a a potluck dinner that would travel from like family to family's house every Sunday what was it I'm sorry what pot, potluck dinner pot, where where everybody dinner. everybody brings something to eat oh, okay. and people gather and just okay, have like okay, okay. have a community of people uh -huh. and there would always be a jam session oh cool um And at my my friend David and Camille's house, um, there there was a drum kit. He had like an old Rogers, beautiful pearl drum kit, um, and a Fender Rhodes piano. And so playing with those people while I was growing up was also uh, a big thing for me. Just like oh wow, people play music, and and then there's Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of what sort of stuff did you play? When I was uh, on that, um, uh, oh, it was mostly just real like freeform jamming. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, we didn't. There weren't a lot of songs, but then I started to hang out with some friends in school um, who played music, and we would uh, and we would play like Leonard Skinner songs and like sure. Molly Hatchet and ACDC, uh -huh. that kind of thing. Cool. So it's just like classic rock, really. Uh -huh. I grew up listening to classic rock radio. Uh, 
I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't really aware of Kiss, or I mean, aware of Kiss. Of course, I was aware of Kiss, but I was like very knowledgeable of Kiss for the longest time. Yeah. And now I've been getting more into it. And recently, I just talked to this on a show, my on the, one of these episodes, not too long ago. Where I saw, I watched uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Opera, uh, the movie. Have you seen that? Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. They, they're superheroes because they yeah, weren't yeah. at the time, they, they felt like superheroes, yeah, right? Yeah. Those rock stars. yeah, for sure. Even last night, I just watched, this will be the second interview I mentioned this, but uh, I watched, uh, last night I watched, uh, or two nights ago, I watched uh, Sticks Behind the Music. And I wasn't aware how big they were. Yeah. That's fucking huge. They were tremend- tremendously huge. So they were like superhuman, like at the time, right? Sticks, sticks, and and especially Kiss. Yeah, they presented themselves as like yeah. otherworldly. Right? For sure, for sure. Yeah. So they must have felt like hit hard. I would guess. I mean, you know, at that time, uh, I was there. Was I was really there? Was, it was just like whatever was on the radio that I. Um, so a lot of it was like, you know, I was really into the Gap Band record uh, that the, the had like Burn Rubber uh-huh. um, and uh, the, like Controversy by Prince uh-huh. was out around then. Dirty Mind. Um, and uh, and then kind of slowly started to discover like uh, a friend had like a clash record oh, at school okay. and I was like oh man London calling wow what what's this all about and then and then it's pretty up and there. then I went yeah, yeah. I went to my dad and my mom split up my dad moved to the west coast and um, and I went to a store and I bought black flags jealous again EP um, and I came home to North Carolina and 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 we were just like Whoa! What the fuck is this? <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. yeah. So it just kind of like started, kind of tumbling from there. Uh, uh, sure, sure. Black flag, of course. Um, favorite kiss song for me? Hear it loud. Uh, what about you? I have to say, parasite. Parasite, really good. Okay. See, I know, I know. <laughs> sure. Excellent. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Thanks yes, for your thank time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. There we go. We're done.